Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, December 10th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include consumer prices likely to accelerate, Evergrande is in default, and who moved the cream cheese? Those stories and more, but first, let's check markets. S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are up as much as three-tenths of a percent. Brent crude is higher by 1% at $75 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.52%. The dollar is stronger against the euro, the Japanese yen, and the British pound. Gold trades at $1,773 an ounce, while Bitcoin trades at just under $49,000. Now our top stories. U.S. inflation likely reached a nearly four-decade high in November. Economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal estimate that the consumer price index rose nearly 7% in November from the same month a year earlier. That would mark the fastest pace since 1982 and the sixth straight month in which inflation topped 5%. The core price index, which excludes food and energy, is estimated to rise nearly 5% from a year earlier. That would be the highest rate since 1991. The Labor Department's Consumer Price Report is scheduled for release at 8.30 a.m. today. Fitch has become the first rating agency to state that China's Evergrande's overseas bonds are in default after the world's most indebted developer failed to make a crucial interest payment. Evergrande, which has liabilities of more than $300 billion, missed a Monday deadline to repay bond coupons. And cream cheese shortages that are stemming from supply chain issues have forced bagel shops and a Brooklyn cheesecake institution to scramble for supplies. Junior's cheesecake owner Alan Rosen told CNN that the shortage is so severe that the company had to pause cheesecake production at its New Jersey baking facility last Friday. In other news, Amtrak will cut services and riders will experience slowdowns beginning this winter, in part as a result of the Biden administration's vaccine mandate for federal contractors. About 95 percent of employees at the railroad were at least partially vaccinated. But if the remaining 5 percent don't get vaccine shots by the mandate's January 4th deadline, Amtrak would need to reduce some services. The number of Americans newly seeking jobless benefits last week plummeted to the lowest level reported since September 1969. U.S. health regulators cleared the COVID-19 booster shot from Pfizer and partner BioNTech for use in 16- and 17-year-olds. The Food and Drug Administration's decision permits the teenagers to receive a third dose of the shot at least six months after their primary vaccination series. Life insurance payouts soared to their highest level in a single year ever in 2020. Life insurance companies paid out 15% more or $90 billion to beneficiaries in 2020. That's according to the American Council of Life Insurers. Senate Democrats are dropping a proposal that would have imposed taxes on vaping. And the backlog at the nation's busiest container port won't ease until next summer. The number of container ships carrying imports from China to the U.S. are likely to pick up in the middle or the end of February due to the Lunar New Year holiday in Asia. Then in the second quarter, American retailers will focus on inventory replenishment during what is traditionally the Los Angeles and Long Beach ports slack season. The port itself is still short about 4,000 drivers. 
Only about 30 vessels sat within sight of the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach this week, while more than 60 others remain at waters farther out to sea, some hundreds or even thousands of miles away. Investment advisors have surpassed retail investors to become the largest owners of U.S.-listed exchange-traded funds. That's according to research compiled by Citi. Austria will impose criminal fines of more than $3,500 on anyone over the age of 14 who refuses to be vaccinated against coronavirus under plans to make jabs compulsory beginning in February. In company news, the New Mexico Power Regulation Commission voted unanimously late yesterday against Iberdrola's more than $8 billion plan to purchase PNM resources. Spain's Iberdrola is the world's third largest utility. Tyson Foods said it plans to spend about $1 billion to automate parts of its production lines over the next three years. Sales of Spam continued to grow, hitting a record high for the seventh consecutive year. That's according to the parent company Hormel Foods. Hormel shares jumped nearly 5% Thursday. Costco Wholesale said comp store sales and digital channel sales rose nearly 10% in the quarter, excluding gas sales and currency fluctuations. E-commerce sales rose 13% during the quarter. Starbucks workers at a store in Buffalo, New York, voted to unionize. American Airlines said it would reduce international flights next summer because of Boeing's delays in delivering 787 Dreamliners. American won't fly to Edinburgh, Shannon, Ireland, and Hong Kong next summer and will reduce the frequency of flights to Shanghai, Beijing, and Sydney. Broadcom shares rallied 6% in the extended session Thursday after the chip and software company Top Wall Street Estimates for the quarter had announced an aggressive program to return cash to investors. Broadcom increased its dividend 14%. Shares of Lululemon Athletica gained nearly 2% in extended trading after the athletic apparel retailer topped earnings estimates and raised its fiscal year revenue guidance. Oracle shares jumped 10% after the software giant posted better-than-expected financial results for the fiscal second quarter. Utz Brands raised its dividend 8%. Mesa Air Group shares fell 13% after reporting an unexpected loss and a 13% drop in revenue. Shares of the battery technology company Solid Power rose 3% following its merger with the SPAC Decarbonization Plus Acquisition Corp. 3 Waste management increased its dividend 13%. CF Industries gained 3% post-market after raising guidance for fiscal year 2021. American Outdoor Brands, the maker of Smith & Wesson Firearms, fell 3% after reporting a 14% decline in revenue. The company announced a share repurchase program to buy back up to $15 million of its outstanding common stock. Chewy shares fell 8% in late trading Thursday after the online food products retailer posted disappointing results for the fiscal third quarter. C.H. Robinson Worldwide said its board of directors authorized a nearly 10% dividend increase and also increased the company's share repurchase authorization. Shares of Siena gained 16% after the telecom networking equipment maker reported better-than-expected quarterly results. Newspaper publisher Lee Enterprises rejected a takeover offer from the Alden Global Capital Hedge Fund. Ford Motor Company is no longer taking reservations for its new F-150 Lightning pickup truck. That's according to Automotive News. The automaker expects to have the capacity to make more than 88,000 electric F-150 pickups by January 2023. 
Ford confirmed it has taken in 200,000 reservations with a $100 refundable deposit for the electric pickup truck. Mercedes announced it has received the world's first internationally valid system approval for conditionally automated driving from the German Federal Motor Transport Authority. With the approval, customers can buy an S-Class in the first half of 2022 with Mercedes Drive Pilot Systems that will let the car do everything at speeds up to 37 miles per hour in heavy traffic or congested situations on suitable stretches of highway in Germany. Daimler's truck division started trading today in Frankfurt, finalizing a spin-off that's designed to boost the valuation of the world's biggest manufacturer of commercial vehicles and luxury cars. And Volkswagen said it will invest an additional $20 billion in electric vehicle development and plans to build more battery models at its German plants. At 7 a.m., S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures higher by three-tenths of a percent. Brent crude is trading at $75 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.52%. The dollar is stronger versus the euro, the Japanese yen, and the British pound. Gold trades at $1,773 an ounce, and Bitcoin trades at just under $49,000. Coming up, the Bureau of Labor Statistics releases the Consumer Price Index for November, and the University of Michigan releases its Consumer Sentiment Index for December. Thanks for listening, and have a successful day and a great weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.